This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Justin Tinsley, David Dennis Jr., Sarah Spain, Clinton Yates, daring to be different, leading us into tomorrow. Las Vegas A's, the load management Los Angeles Clippers, and look at Leaner Luca. Wow. Let's go. Wow. Normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. Kyrie Irving, 37 million for one year. Back with the Nets. So it's over. It's over. I'm sensing you people don't think it's over. Clinton Yates, go ahead, around the horn to you. You know, as much as I appreciate the words of the great urban philosopher Kyrie Irving, I think what Brooklyn fans have to look forward to here is that it can finally be about basketball with these three. Between Simmons, between KD, between Irving, they haven't found a way to line it up. And also, on top of that, you hope that because he's going to be a free agent next year, he's a little bit more motivated than even those 30-odd dollars, million dollars we're going to give him. The problem is this. They aired out too much dirty laundry between the actual franchise and the player in between. And that's why you don't do that if you're not actually going to break up. Because now you've revealed all of your intent to everyone. And if it goes awry, folks are just going to look and point at you and say, I told you so. You shouldn't have gotten involved with him when everybody wanted you to break up to begin with. Pretty tough deal overall. But now you say they can focus on basketball. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sarah Spade, (laughs) is that how you see it? I don't know about that quite yet. Now, that is possible. They've really just backed up the decision-making with the potential to be able to wait till June of next year to say, do we want to tie ourselves to Kyrie? For Kevin Durant to say, do I want to be tied to this team? Potentially through most of the end of my career, right? It'll be 37 at the end of his contract here. Does he want to spend those, those great last years there? Or does he say, if Kyrie's not around, I'm out? Does he say, if Kyrie's around, I'm out? Because that's not a consistent partner I can count on to be there night in and night out. And what the heck is Ben Simmons giving me? Nobody knows. So maybe it'll be about basketball for a little bit while there's the opportunity for Kyrie to be available for every game in and out that he chooses to play and show up for and is healthy for. But if things go off the rails at any point early in this, now Now Kyrie doesn't have the option of deciding where to go. Now it's just the Nets saying, hey, anybody need a big expiring contract? Because we could take someone off your hands, and if you want to take him, it doesn't even have to be a place that's good for Kyrie to go. So they just kick the can. It's not about basketball just yet. Mm -hmm. David Dennis Jr.? First of all, I want to address Kyrie's comments. I don't know what kind of, how much of an independent thinker you need to be to know that 37 million greater than signed 6 million. I think we would all do that. But in terms of the the Brooklyn Nets, you know, themselves, right now the team is pretty much, it's an NFT right now. In theory, they're great. Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, (laughs) Kevin Durant have, they, last season they played 86 out of 246 games. That's 35%. They live sort of in this metaverse or 2K world where they're a great team. But how how are we going to believe that they're going to be actually good on the court next year? What if you just take a screenshot of their roster? <laughs> then do you own the team? That's a great point. Yeah. Justin Tinsley. 
<laughs> yeah, look, I like Kyrie, but signing on for $37 million does not make you different. It does not make you the second coming uh, to Malcolm X. The, the, this is not that. <laughs> but aside from Kyrie's performance art, aside from that, now the question is, what does this team like look like moving forward? Patty Mills has a player option. Uh, Bruce Brown, one of your best players after the All-Star break, is an unrestricted free agent. What do you do with Drummond and even the ghost of Blake Griffin? And even most importantly, what about Nick Claxton, who proved to be your Justin, best defender? Justin, in his Justin, own? he's in the Brooklyn Nets here, okay? <laughs> they just had a report yesterday. They were willing to move on completely. That's daring to be different, isn't it? Uh, so they didn't have to repeat this year. <laughs> they they have no idea what to do with the top three. You're worried about numbers four through 15 right now? Well, look, he's already said he's going to opt in. And so you figure, okay, that's putting a Band-Aid on a self-inflicted wound. Now you have to fill out the roster, and they don't have a lot of options moving forward. And then, yes, you have Ben Simmons on the team. So, look, yes, okay, while the Kyrie thing may be solved for now, there's still a lot more questions that need to be addressed before I can fall in love so with Justin, this team point the, blank. the same way that Vegas Are does. Are the Brooklyn yeah. Nets closer or further from disaster today? <laughs> I think they're pretty much still same in the place. same spot, bro. David Dennis Jr.? Yeah, they're a, little, they're a little bit further from disaster uh, because you cannot lose two MVPs and an all-NBA player in the course of four months when you don't have any draft picks okay. essentially until 2027. Right. So they needed to at least do something. We've been horn, we'll move on. Deshaun Watson's hearing today with the NFL's independent disciplinary officer. The league recommending indefinite suspension of at least a year, Mike Jones, USA Today has reported. Former federal judge Sue L. Robinson can rule at any moment. David Dennis Jr., does the NFL's recommendation of indefinite suspension make sense? Uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, Deshaun Watson needs to be gone for at least a year. You have to take into consideration the contract that has been jiggered for him to, you know, be basically absolved of any consequence for the first year. But the bigger issue here is that this should not even get to the point where the NFL has to do anything. NFL locker rooms self-regulate all the time. The Browns are self-regulating that they don't want Baker Mayfield in their locker room because he can't throw. But you have all these men, these athletes, coaches, owners, and fans who also seem somehow okay with sharing a locker room and winning with some guy who's been credibly accused of sexual assault by two dozen women. Like, I understand they want to win. I want to win. But I don't want to win with somebody like Deshaun Watson on my team. And so you have an ecosystem of men who are either complicit or cowardly, and you cannot get rid of this culture that allows Deshaun Watsons to exist unless you get rid of those two attributes that all of these men share. Justin Tinsley. It feels like we've been hearing about this for months, and mountains of evidence has been piling up. This is a behavior that's been described as predatory, um, you know, and escalating. So just given everything that we know about the situation, and you would think the NFL even knows even more, anything less than a year, I just don't understand how that can happen. And the NFL tried to give Deshaun Watson a life raft. They told him in the preliminary hearings, like, look, if you take this year's suspension, it's going to be just that and we won't raise it. He didn't take it, and now it can be a year plus more. I don't understand, given, given the, the climate of the country that we're living in, society, and we're talking about women and their rights or lack thereof, I don't see how you can just dish out a, a year-long suspension and then months later come back and say, okay, eight to ten games. That would be morally corrupt, even for a league that, that is shown over and over again. It has no problem well, You mean the appeal process. The appeal process is collectively bargained in, though. You're talking about a report last yeah. year that the NFL had 
considered offering him a year-long suspension. Yeah. And some are even saying, well, he sat out all of last year. Is that not already a year away from the game in, in like a suspension? Clinton Yates, I think you're shaking your head no. No, it's not. The punishment, I think, in this situation starts at at least a year because also you don't necessarily know what's going to happen in between. Considering how the rest of this is gone, I'm not just going to say, here, you take this and we'll figure it out later. Secondarily, though, what I'm most interested in in all this is, to David's point, I don't need to know that just, you know, rampant, you know, runnings of dudes who just don't know what they're doing is part of how the NFL operates. I need to know specifically, what were the Texans doing? Did the Browns consider, we know what's going on, we're going to give you money so you can pay this off? That, to me, from a collective bargaining standpoint, is not only slimy, it seems like it's untoward in terms of how the NFL does business. All of this is something that I think we need to learn about that's bigger than Deshaun Watson in this particular situation, who does not need to be playing football until we find out. So that the Browns could give him the guaranteed contract in a league that hasn't had guaranteed contracts with all this indefinite, forget the football playing of it, it looks like impropriety to you in regards of procedure here, Clinton, if I... Yeah, I just don't understand how a guy who's got this much hanging over his head can get an unprecedented deal for that much money in the league and nobody think twice about it. It doesn't make sense. Okay, back to today, though. The, uh, the independent disciplinary officer, a former federal judge, is looking at the investigation the NFL has for the last year, Sarah Spain, and also gets yeah. word from reporting last night that the NFL wants an indefinite suspension to be the ruling. How should she see it and how should the NFL see it? Well, she should see it as whatever the evidence is in front of her and whatever she's moved to do. This is the first instance where she'll be in the job where she's being jointly paid by the PA and the league. And in theory, they will likely respect her decision and not want to step on it the very first time they've offered up the opportunity for someone to technically be in the middle. The problem is, I'm too cynical to believe that if they do hand down a suspension of a year's length, there's not a good chance that they won't shorten it like they've done in the past with players. Secondarily, I'm too cynical to believe that the NFL maybe leaked that they wanted a year while simultaneously behind the scenes actually saying, hey, give him six games. But then publicly we could say, we don't know what to tell you. We wanted him to be gone for a year and they only gave him six games. Now let's everybody move on. There's no reason to trust the system that's in place because as David Dennis pointed out, we somehow expect every player, staff member, coach and fan to just be okay with these guys being in the room, putting on your uniform, paying your money and rooting for them. And to Clinton's point, we're just okay with the fact that one team seems to have emboldened and, em and enabled his behavior and another team is saying, here's a bunch of money to pay all those fines you're going to end up paying when you settle with these women. Let us know when you're available and ready to play because we'll give you more than enough so that we can take advantage when that happens. There's no part of this that isn't icky, but at least I hope that it starts with at least a year suspension because there's probably more that's going to come well, up. Hmm. There, it's nobody's privilege to play in the NFL, of course. You know, it, it, I mean, I'm sorry. It's nobody's right. It is their privilege to play in the NFL. And people make decisions. Uh, the Browns made a decision, and they can live by the decision Correct, Justin Tinsley? Whether the suspension is six months or a year, they can still say we want him on our team, correct? I mean, they can say that, but they're going to deal with the blowback and the reality of it. I, th I think another important uh, thing about this, too, is, Tony, there's still four open civil cases with this. So there's still an opportunity for, for new evidence and new stories and new allegations to come out. So, again, anything less than a year just doesn't seem feasible. That's Sarah Spain, last word. Yeah, thank you for coming back to me because what I also meant to mention is that there should be a requirement of transparency moving forward when he does return to play so that there's any sort of belief that his behavior has changed because it's been predatory and it has been worse and escalating. 
Why would it stop all of a sudden? Mm. Because there's eyes on it. Uh, the, we need to we need to know as fans that they're doing something to make sure the behavior has been changed and that he has dealt with it. Yeah, the alleged behavior. Yes. Wow. A, a, a transparency. I haven't really heard it speaking like that. That, that it. That, there would be, how, how does that even look? That he has to account for where he's been and where he's going at yeah, all times? There, um, no, I would say more in terms of what program is he going through if he has an issue of predatory behavior. Is there some sort of accountability for the behaviors and why he's doing it? And what might uh, allow him to change moving forward so that we would have any belief that he wouldn't still be doing it? Does he believe this is wrong is a very real question. And I think Sarah brings up a good point. Thanks for your thoughts on this. We're going to take a break right here. Buy or sell. It's the next order of business. I want to say something real quick about today's panel. Uh, one of the real cool things for our show. Panelists have relationships with each other before we debate. But today, David and Justin, their first show together, about a decade ago, they met through and appeared on John Gotti's smoking section. Blog era relationship here. This is the business, guys. All the businesses are like this. But your relationships that you make can be your tomorrow. Or said in another way, normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. Let's go. Respect our front. Around the Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. And in part by Geico. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. John Wall, buyout with the Rockets was $41 million. That is daring to be different. And he immediately set to join the Clippers, Woj reports. It has been 84 years. No, his last full healthy season was 2016-2017. He's 31, and of course the Clippers, Kawhi, Paul, George, John Wall, that's... What's load management plus? Clinton, assess these Clippers. Do you buy John Wall returning to a high level of play? I'm buying all of this. Jonathan Hildred Wall Jr., a guy a lot of us have been watching since he was a high schooler in North Carolina, has never really had a proper setup on a team. And now he's finally in a place where he can utilize that skill set. He doesn't have to be the man. I'm very much looking forward to him. I think this is a great arc coming back for him into his NBA career. Dara Spain. Shout out to our video man, uh, Jeff, who managed to scour far and wide for shots of those guys on the bench. The rare sight of those guys in street clothes. I'm sorry, just kidding. This would be very cool if it works out, but like every one of them is like, are they going to play? So like, yeah, awesome. I hope they all play it and the Clippers are good. That'd be cool. 
after five years away from the game full-time, David Dennis, can John Wall be a high-level player? I don't think he needs to be a high-level player. I mean, I think the Clippers are, are, are pretty good as it is. Uh, adding John Wall to the team. He's had 15 and a half assist opportunities in the five years before when he played. That's the fourth most in the league. He can set up some really good players. I think overall the Clippers are the biggest wild card in the NBA because mm. when they're right, they could be really right. But again, just like the, the NFT Nets, I don't know what I'm getting this season. And Justin Tinsley. <laughs> I couldn't buy this more if I wanted to. Really? Completely healthy and motivated John Wall alongside a, a, a healthy Kawhi and PG with Ty Lue, who I think is the top three coach in the league. Look, I, I, health has to work for every team in the league, but this is a top four team if everything goes according to plan. I buy this on both sides. I love it. Wow. So, wait, top four in the league. So, you've got... Top four in the West, excuse me, top four in the West. Okay, top four in the West, all right. Now, mm-hmm. and you've got, well, they've got fresh legs. I'll give you that to say. Top three coach Definitely. in the league, Tyron Lue. Popovich, Kerr. And I put Ty Lue right there. Spolstra. Spo, what about Spo? Oh, wait a second. Uh, he's having second thoughts already. Yeah, no, no, no. Look, I still, <laughs> I still put him top three in the league. I think he gets the most out of his team. And we see what he can do with the completely healthy team. And hopefully this Clippers team is going to be just that for him. I think they're that talented. I think Ty Lue is that good. We'll move on. Smoke about the Oakland A's moving. And it's through Las Vegas. New York Post reporting Major League Baseball will not assess a fee if the team does leave Oakland to go to Vegas. Relocation fees are usually a billion dollars. So this sounds like a free billion dollars, Sarah. Do you see this? as baseball trying to tempt the A's to leave Oakland for Las Vegas? Buy or sell the Vegas A's? Don't think they need to do much tempting. The team is underwater. When it rains, their clubhouse is underwater. (laughs) They've made the team so bad that no one shows up. Of course they want to go to Vegas. I'm less interested in, hey, cool, we don't have to pay the fee, as everybody else saying, wait a minute, it would benefit every team in the league if someone were to expand to Vegas and have to pay a massive fee for that that goes to all the teams. Interesting choice. Interesting choice to help the A's and maybe hurt everybody else. David Dennis Jr., in general, I'm kind of selling all of this. I'm sort of tired of billionaires. Like, do you want to borrow money from Oakland? Do you want to borrow money from Las Vegas? And just borrowing <laughs> to make more billions. Overall, I'm also selling a little bit of the timing of this. The A's are trying to get this new stadium built, and they're voting on it this week. And they'll be pressuring a little bit mm-hmm. by saying mm-hmm. that they're going to get out of town. This seems like a little bit of intimidation tactic. Justin Tinsley. I mean, uh, you know how I feel about billionaires and public funding, but it already feels like the Oakland A's are a thing of the past. The fact that MLB is basically willing to give them a billion-dollar discount just lets you know where the, where their heads are at. Who I, who I feel bad for are the fans of Oakland. They've already lost their NFL team. They've already lost their NBA team, and now it looks like they're about to lose their uh, baseball team. That, that's who really loses out on all this is the fans of Oakland. Clinton, percentage chance that the Las Vegas A's happens, what is it? It's definitely more than 50. That's because Las Vegas has officially become the Jolene of American pro sports. You need a team that's going somewhere, they just might steal your squad. Check out the Milwaukee Bucks if you're wondering what's going on with that. But I think overall for baseball, you want this team in a place simply because you just can't have this many moribund franchises dragging down your overall product. If the A's move to Vegas, you simply have a better overall thing in MLB. And at this point, as Justin said, I think it's time for them to go. I respect the Dolly Parton of it all. I just don't know. Didn't grow up with it. I don't have the history there, Clint Yates. I, I think someone else hosted this show and they're giving you big points for Jolene. I'm just not that I guy. Would. Yeah, yeah. I'm I saying would. it's blind spots. I'm not mad at it, Clint. We all get blind spots. <laughs> Clint Yates, Justin Tinsley saying goodbye. Sarah Spain, David Dennis Jr. Showdown. Two minutes. 
I'll always love you. Please. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Around the Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. In totality, 12 humans suspended in the Angels, Angels Mariners brawl. Seven players, one manager, three coaches, and one interpreter. How he interprets the suspension is key. How do you interpret it, Sarah? Did baseball get this right? Well, I hope they got a call-up for the interpreter. I'm also wondering, was he actually fighting or was he interpreting the fight from the guy, from <laughs> the opposing it. team to uh, the guy on his team? I'm very confused I'll about all that. that mm-hmm. David? Yeah, as much as I would like to, you know, laugh at how ridiculous this is with the bubble gum and the, the seeds and everything flying around, I do have to mention that if there were a four-minute brawl in the NBA or the NFL, this would be a much bigger story and be a lot more people would be clutching their pearls over a fight mm-hmm. like this. Oh, you, may, you may be right there. You may be right there. We'll move on. Baker Mayfield Seahawks jerseys were up briefly on a Seahawks fan shop, but they have been found out to be fakes, according to Mike Florio. So, there's been multiple reports. Last week, Josina Anderson, high-level interest in Mayfield from the Seahawks. Mike Backel Jr. this week on the Mike Backel Show saying he's hearing the teams are nearing a trade. Would Baker in Seattle make sense to you, David? I guess, I guess it makes sense. Seattle needs a quarterback, but I just can't think of much being more down bad than the Baker Mayfield watch for a franchise. And it's so amazing how fast the, you know, the Seattle has fallen that they're in this position. But, I, you know, they're kind of made for each other. I hope they work it out, I guess. Yeah, I'm here for this. Everybody's been dogging it, but I would rather have Baker Mayfield on my squad than just going with Geno and Locke, especially because everyone thinks the draft will fix everything. What if that guy's not ready to play right away, isn't best served by playing right away? I would much rather have Baker than the guys they have now. I'm, I'm going to agree with you, Sarah. I, mean, I don't think Mayfield is exactly done, and if you could pick him up now, you get him. 30 seconds, FaceTime, Spain. Some big WNBA news. Tina Charles and the Mercury have agreed to part ways early in the season here. She was last year's leading scorer. She's the second top scorer on that Mercury team. And now she's headed to Seattle, where they now have four former number one overall picks. This is a former MVP joining the likes of Brianna Stewart and Sue Bird and Jewel Lloyd. A team, by the way, in the storm that's down a couple games to a great Aces squad and is now staring them down for the top spot in the West. This is fascinating, and I want all the tea about how she chooses the Mercury over the Storm in the offseason, gets there, and is like, eh, I'm not so sure about this. And now she ends up with Seattle. Plus, Sue Bird's last shot at the title in this retirement tour. Things are getting juicy. Hell as old as time. A basketball former MVP. What's a change of scenery? Wow. Yeah. 
never heard that Tinsley, before. Tinsley, Dennis, <laughs> your first show together. You stuck the landing, neither one. Ugh. See you guys tomorrow. We'll get them next time. We're just weeks into this year, and the news is already nonstop. Two overseas wars, a presidential election already testing the democratic process, a former president in court. It can feel exhausting, borderline impossible to keep up with, but we can help. I'm Brad Milkey, the host of Start Here, the daily podcast from ABC News. Every morning, my team and I get you caught up on the day's news in a quick, straightforward way that's easy to understand with just enough context so you can listen, get it, and go on with your day. So kickstart your morning. Start smart with Start Here and ABC News because staying informed shouldn't feel like a chore.